Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This morning, Sydney's harshest lockdown yet. Rules changed for essential workers and public transport slashed. Victoria facing a critical 24 hours, racing to track sport fans exposed to the Delta strain. Vaccine boost, one million new Pfizer jabs land in Australia. And painstaking clean-up, tens of thousands left without power in a wild Adelaide storm. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Greater Sydney is waking up to its harshest lockdown since the pandemic began. Public transport services will be slashed by up to 50% and will run on a Sunday timetable. The ban on all construction work has officially come into effect. Schools will operate on a skeleton staff in a renewed push for parents to keep children at home. We don't take these decisions lightly. They're decisions that affect lives and livelihoods. They're decisions that affect uh, millions of people. Meantime, two police force employees, including one officer, have tested positive and are now isolating. 105 infections were reported yesterday, with 30 new exposure sites added overnight. Victoria's snap lockdown is likely to be extended as the AFL faces its biggest COVID emergency yet. Several Swans and Giants players are isolating after attending the Wallabies rugby clash with France at Melbourne's Amy Stadium last week. Meantime, a sports fan may have caused a super spreader event at the Crafty Squire pub after catching COVID at an MCG match. I need them to be getting hold of their friends and saying, mate, Come and get tested now. It's well over 10,000 people who are, who are locked away. At least 11 schools have had COVID scares, with parents and principals pleading for better notice to any further extension of home learning. The Federal Health Minister is stepping in to help a fully vaccinated nurse working in Melbourne get home to Townsville after her father was tragically killed and her brother injured in a crash. Maddie Newton is pleading with Queensland Health to overturn its decision to force her into hotel quarantine. It comes as a truck stop on the New South Wales-Queensland border was declared a COVID exposure site after a positive case spent 11 hours at the site in Chindra. One million Pfizer doses have landed in Australia overnight in a major boost to the vaccine rollout. Let's go live to political reporter Taylor Aiken in Canberra. Good morning, Taylor. When will younger Australians be able to get the jab? 
Good morning, Jody. From end of September or early October, with the federal government hoping to bring forward that date, if at all possible, Australia passed a major milestone yesterday of 10 million doses being administered as the government prepares for supplies of the Pfizer vaccine to ramp up significantly. Around 1 million doses landed in Australia last night, with another 3 million doses set to arrive earlier than first expected, after Prime Minister Scott Morrison and Health Minister Greg Greg Hunt successfully lobbied Pfizer to up their delivery numbers. Meanwhile, controversial British commentator Katie Hopkins could be kicked out of the country after she bragged about floating, flouting hotel quarantine rules. Her actions drawing widespread anger from the government and opposition MPs who have slammed her behaviour as despicable. The police officer who checked me in told me when they knock on my door, I have to... <laughs> I have to wait 30 seconds till I can open the door. So I've been lying in wait round the corner in my bathroom. In a statement, Seven confirmed Katie Hopkins is not a part of Big Brother VIP and strongly condemn her irresponsible and reckless comments about hotel quarantine. Border Force are currently reviewing her visa status. Jody. OK, Taylor, thank you. A cargo ship carrying up to seven crew members with COVID symptoms is expected to dock in Western Australia today. Premier Mark McGowan said the BBC California will berth in Fremantle, where it will undergo a medical review. The ship departed Egypt in June and has recently visited three ports in Indonesia. Labourers will begin the painstaking task of restoring power to more than 700 homes in Adelaide after a freak storm hit the city. 50,000 customers were knocked off the grid by winds of up to 100 kilometres an hour. It prompted one of the busiest days of the year for the State Emergency Service, receiving almost 500 calls for help. Deliveroo will today try to overturn a landmark unfair dismissal ruling against one of its former drivers. The Fair Work Commission ruled Diego Franco was an employee and not an independent contractor. He was sacked last year after claims he wasn't doing his work fast enough. Unions say the judgment is critically important for workers in the gig economy. A toddler is in hospital with burns to a third of her body following a house fire in Queensland's Harvey Bay. Six other people were rescued from inside the property and treated for injuries. It's believed the blaze broke out in a bedroom. Jailed former NRL star Jared Hayne is making real estate moves from behind bars. Hayne is selling one of his properties as he appeals a sexual assault conviction for a 2018 attack. A price guide of $670,000 has been set for the two-bedroom unit on the 17th floor of the Coy unit complex in Parramatta. It's expected he will make a $70,000 profit on the sale. A controversial movie about the Port Arthur mass killer has received a standing ovation at the Cannes Film Festival. Nitrum is the first Australian movie in a decade to be selected for the festival. It stars Judy Davis and Anthony LaPaglia as Martin Bryant's parents. But then there's one day I went to find him and he wasn't there. The movie doesn't show the massacre, but focuses on the killer's family relationships. As for the name Nitrum, it is Martin spelt backwards. 
As the pandemic transforms the way we shop, more businesses are moving online to keep up. In an Australia first, one online platform is helping give smaller retailers a boost while also giving back to the community. As lockdown lingers in empty stores across the city, a new shopping hub is finding its place online. When Liliana Rubiano launched her swimwear business, she never imagined cash flow would depend on virtual sales. So I started to bring brands from Colombia of resort wear. Having a brick and mortar shop is very expensive. Pop-up stores and markets for the boutique were forced shut as COVID hit. Situations that are very difficult put us in a hard place. Her alternative, launching on Better That, a marketplace where smaller brands get an equal footing to compete with retail giants. You're walking into a virtual shopping centre and you have hundreds of retailers selling thousands of products. And there's opportunity for savvy buyers to grab end-of-season stock with the platform's Australia First reverse auction feature. Shoppers can jump in as the price of a product drops, at the same time maximising profits for retailers. The retailer will get a slightly higher return than actually doing it uh, on fixed price basis. And on all items, a percentage goes to a cause of the customer's choice. Just a simple way people can help out and use their everyday purchases to make a real impact. A few clicks toward a big future. Angelique Opie, 7 News. The Olympic hopeful who has made a stunning recovery from a near-fatal accident has now made a bittersweet journey to Japan. Kai Sakukibara should have been racing in Tokyo, but now he's touched down for a surprise mission as inspiration to his sister and the entire Aussie team. In 14 days isolation with his mum Yuki, Kai Sakukibara's pushing on with gruelling physio sessions by video link to his therapists back in Sydney. I thought I did tell you that I was going to Japan. Who could have ever doubted he'd make it to Tokyo? Kai's been on this mission all his life. I did work really hard, but that wasn't for so I can go out there and um, say hi to everyone. It was so that I can go out there and race. And obviously that didn't happen for me this time around. His near-fatal accident last February changed plans. A little boy obsessed with BMX, Kai dragged his sister Saya along for the ride. He's pulled everyone towards this, this moment and then he fell off his bike and she's just picked up the baton and ran with it and she's done an amazing job. Well, I don't know why that is. Do you know why? We do. After two months in a coma, every movement, word, step became his sister's driving force. On the bike again, and from the track where we first met Team Sakakibara, we can share for the first time Kai and Saya back together, riding side by side. Just before she left to finish, preparing for an Olympic debut. I didn't even know if I was gonna be able to ride it again, but I, I've been able to ride my bike and I've been able to go over to some jumps as well, which is awesome. Kai's a guest of Fuchu City, his mum's hometown, for the Paralympic torch relay. He and Saya spent years of their childhood there. The cruel twist, with spectators banned, he's not allowed at Saya's race. But we know by now, Kai is full of surprises. I think my situation is pretty amazing, so I'm really thankful for that. Matt Carmichael, 7 News. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Checking finance now. The Dow Jones ended the session 299 points lower. The Nasdaq also down 116. In London, the FTSE fell and Germany's DAX lost. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,815 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 71 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying almost 74 US cents, 81 Japanese yen, and a dollar five New Zealand. A second Chinese spy ship has been deployed to monitor the Talisman Sabre military exercise off Queensland. Obviously we expect uh, that the Chinese would uh, conduct themselves within the rule of international law. 17,000 Australian and Allied troops are training for war. Fans at a Major League Baseball game in Washington have run for cover as gunfire echoed around the stadium. The shooting forced the suspension of the game and a storm on social media as videos of the chaos emerged. The National Stadium in the US Capitol and spectators begin to run. Several gunshots, what sounded like several gunshots. Washington versus the San Diego Padres stalled in the sixth inning as gunfire alarms the crowd. Something that's fully automatic, just yeah. a, bunch of, a bunch of rounds or a bunch of firecrackers. For your safety, please remain inside the stadium at this time. Some fled, others hid, many poured into a team dugout for cover. Please remain calm and remain inside the stadium. Police rushed to the ground to find people in two cars had exchanged the gunfire. Three people injured. We basically took cover and everything going down and then as you saw people running through the concourse, then we basically went through into the dugout of the Padres. The incident comes as American cities deal with a surge in gun violence since the pandemic began. In the United States, Tim Lester, 7 News. Angela Merkel has visited flood-ravaged areas in Germany to inspect the catastrophic damage and meet survivors. At least 184 people in Germany and Belgium have died in the worst floods in living memory. The German Chancellor described the destruction as surreal, saying she was shocked by the scale of the disaster. Heavy rain is continuing to wreak havoc in the region, with Austria now hit by major flooding. At least 20 people have been killed in landslides triggered by heavy monsoon rains in the Indian city of Mumbai. Authorities say 17 people died and two were injured after a wall collapsed on several houses. In a separate incident, three people were killed when half a dozen homes were washed away. Rescue crews searched through the debris for at least 15 others thought to be trapped under the rubble. Almost all lockdown restrictions are set to end in England later today, despite COVID-19 cases skyrocketing. In what's been dubbed Freedom Day, people will no longer have to wear face masks or to work from home. Nightclubs and sporting events will be able to function at full capacity. The UK is currently recording around 50,000 new COVID cases per day, the highest numbers since January. 
In sport, the Swans have pulled off a stunning come-from-behind win over GWS in the 21st Sydney Derby after both teams were forced to withdraw players just minutes before kick-off due to COVID protocols. The Swans trailed by 35 points in the second quarter, but Sydney dug in, booting six goals in the third quarter to charge towards a 26-point victory. Buddy Franklin booted his 400th goal for the club. A bizarre sin bin at half-time cost Canterbury a chance to upset the Rabbitohs. The last-placed Bulldogs led 12-10 to 10 at half-time when Lachlan Lewis found himself in hot water for tackling Cody Walker as the teams walked off the field. In the 10 minutes that Lewis was off, South scored eight points, which turned out to be the difference, the Chooks winning 32-24. to 24. Tadej Pogacar has claimed his second consecutive Tour de France title, successfully defending his almost six-minute lead. Mark Cavendish was denied a record 35th Tour stage as Wout van Aert took out the final stage. Australia's Ben O'Connor finished fourth overall, becoming only the fourth Australian to score a top-five finish in the race's 118-year history. Lewis Hamilton has survived an opening lap crash which took out rival Max Verstappen to claim his eighth British Grand Prix. Aussie Daniel Ricciardo finished fifth just behind McLaren teammate Lando Norris. My first top five of the year. <laughs> took a while, took a while, but uh, better late than never. In Formula 2, Australian Oscar Piastri scored another podium at Silverstone to retain his championship lead. A Sydney father has cycled 1,000 kilometres across Western Australia to help oh, sick kids. Ryan Fowler's little boy Rio passed away after contracting a terminal illness in 2017. He's been raising money to help his son's treatment facility, Bear Cottage. Compared to other challenges, um, yeah, it's a tough one. This is, this is up there. Ryan finished his challenge on Friday, raising $100,000 to build another bear cottage in Perth. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a high has mostly cleared showers and skies from the southeast, leading to a cold evening that extends all the way up to southeast Queensland. Cool onshore winds are bringing a few showers to southwestern WA. High pressure is keeping central and northern Australia dry. Around the capitals, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 21 degrees. Mostly cloudy, a top of 16 in Sydney. Cloudy and 10 degrees in Canberra. Late showers and 15 in Melbourne. Cloudy in Hobart, heading for 13 degrees. Possible showers, 15 in Adelaide. Possible showers also in Perth, heading for 19 degrees. And mostly sunny and 33 in Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 19th of July, 2021.